Hey folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Report, a Dogcast Studio podcast. You can catch us every Wednesday. You can also listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, and we are now on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. Follow our show on Facebook and Twitter. Merry Christmas, baby. What do you get when you're talking about wrestling? Three guys who are a bit overweight. Talking and talking turnbuckle. The guy! Chad, what's up, buddy? Thank you for having me, people's host. And Josh is here, too. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> All the way over to the West Coast. Joshua is... Hopefully not drinking at 8 a.m. What's up, Dogcast Father? I just want to take a second to have this be my exit of the show. Um, after that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Today I'm sipping on a little bit of ice water out of a Slurpee cup from the original Thor. Okay. You don't like, are you not a uh, Willy Wonka fan? Um, Willy Wonka's okay. Oh, so you just totally shit on our singing. It's our singing in. So it's us is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm done. It's it's because I had a hard time ad-libbing something, isn't it? You were like, all right, Chad, you fucked that, so. It's because you botched it. You're not that good at it, guy. Jeez. Hey, Chad, can you, can you let Josh know for me, um, because I'm not going to speak to him for the rest of the show, that um, I think he's an asshole. And uh, I'm not going to put up with the shit anymore. Hey, Josh, uh, Lula wanted me to tell you that he thinks you're an asshole and he's not putting up with your shit anymore uh, for the rest of the day, period. That's, that's, I didn't say that, though. That was there. Can you reply with he's the Nia Jackson podcast host? Tell him. Hey, Leland, uh, Josh said that you were the Nia Jax mm-hmm. yep. and love baby of Goldberg all rolled into one of hosting podcasts. Ha. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, um, that's fucked up. <laughs> okay? If you can let Josh know right now that if I ever see him on the streets, I'm going to grease his ass. Uh, Josh, since uh, Leland is the love child of Nia Jax and Goldberg, he says that if he ever sees you, you will be out of podcasting for at least three months. Enough. Enough. I don't have fair representation here. Enough. <laughs> That's how I feel about 2020. Enough. That is, Everybody that, in doesn't that wrap up 2020? It's the love child of Goldberg and Nia Jax. <laughs> Here's the thing. Goldberg and Nia Jax, they, they were having a few cosmopolitans in the, in the Marriott bar. Okay. They got together. A lot of sweating. A lot of sweating. Warlow was there. And, uh. <laughs> Wardlow was there. We had to hold the camera. The butcher was making was, drinks. They, they, they wanted to capture the moment. I don't know why there was nothing but AEW people there, but there was. They, they were they were capturing the moment. Uh, Nia Sting started was in the rafters with his baseball grunting. bat, looking overhead. Sting was looking down. He was like, Hogan was getting ready to sign his contract with AEW. Him and him and Flair gonna have a match the next pay per view at AEW. <laughs> he put it on hold. He put it on hold. He's just hang on. There's there's big things happening right now. Uh, either either Nia Jax is uh, is making love or she is uh, taking a massive shit. And mm-hmm. as we have it, she was just having sex with Goldberg. Mm-hmm. And now they have a Whether child. Nia Jax is child... wrestling or taking a shit. She's burying it either way. <laughs> exactly. And if you want to see that child, all you had to do was turn into tune into SmackDown this Friday. And you would have saw the little animated 2020 that everybody was beating up. That, you're welcome. Only You're only going to hear this on the Turnbuckle Report. That was Goldberg and Nia Jack's love job. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And every, everybody was kicking it in the face. I didn't think that was nice. You know, since this is the episode after Christmas, wink, I hope everybody's Christmas was amazing. Christmas is always great. Hey, New Year's coming up in a couple days. You know, That's right. I can't wait till 2021. And since this is our last episode of the year, People's Host, what do you have in store? 
for the peeps today? I feel like you're pushing me along. Uh, you still have a I was, full... I was going to go get some more coffee in my cup, so I was hoping you would just like rant for a while and I'd give me enough time. To I'm going to rant because if this was prison talk, <laughs> you're basically uh, you're basically one wake up, one day in a wake up from 2021. So, yeah. you know, for all of our folks that have been in and out of incarceration, there you go. It's a little nugget. Sailors Enjoy use that. that too when they're out to sea, by the way. Sailor Moon. I don't... Let's not talk about what sailors do out to sea. Mm-mm. We know about your little tricks, my friend. That's why I'm always so confused mm-hmm. about Sonny Kiss. Oh my God! It's okay. That yeah. There we go. Now we got it. So yeah, almost. Yeah, <laughs> now we count all lanes. The show. Now we're in all lanes, now guys. We're, now we're done. Now we know what they're doing. We're grabbing gears. Okay. Every show, every wrestling deal. I mean. Wrestling people love to create lists, and I'm no exception. I like to create lists, too. It's the Sagittarius in me, apparently. I figured that out this week. Apparently, Sagittarius really enjoy making lists, uh, but that's for another podcast. And the list we have this week is our 2020 list. But we're not gonna, we're not gonna get we're not gonna do it like uh, oh uh, uh, I'm Dave Melter and uh, I have my top five and <laughs> pretty bad out. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Such a fucking idiot. I hate Dave Meltzer. Anyway. Um, hey, this is our second annual. Li- we did this last year, too. So this is our second annual. It, second annual. Something second or annual. another in but wrestling. We, we do have some different entries on this one. And let me just go through the entries, and then we'll, what we're going to dissect. We're going to have a presentation for them. Okay. We're obviously going to have our champion of the year, yeah. uh, both uh, male and female. And then uh, I would like to throw a tag team in there because uh, there's been a lot of tag team movement going on. And uh, we have uh, a new entry, a new entry for 2020, folks, okay? Best ass. This one's going to be nice. This one is uh, where it's at. And then, uh, you know, to, to kind of cap it off, we're going to have what we like to call the most buried of the year. And for, for those, uh, if you're listening to this show and you don't know Wrestle Talk, uh, I'm here to educate you. Most buried. Buried means eh, they get shit on. Uh, they, you know, they're a good wrestler, but they totally got shit on uh, by the promotion. So we have our most buried 2020 category. But before we get into that, <clears throat> we have some important things to talk about. Okay, let's do One it. One being, what the heck happened to Josh? He's totally out in left field right now. I have no clue where he's at. Uh, he'll be back in the stratosphere soon, I hope. Two, the finale. Season two, Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. I don't want to bury the show. Talking about Star Wars, we heard some shit about that. But what do you guys think about the finale? Isn't it great how not only can we call wrestling almost 100% accurately, but we Mm -hmm. also made predictions about that show. I know it's been about a week and a half now since it aired, but... There's, there's proof is in the pudding. Well, you can go back and listen to our old podcasts, and you can hear we predicted that episode almost to a T. Thanks to, mm-hmm. obviously, the big dog, considering he has the fucking never-ending storybook in front of him, and he writes shit down, and it fucking happens. Story! <laughs> Time Luke Skywalker, man. And then we see Lucky. <laughs> he showed up. <laughs> he had his green lightsabers. lightsabers. Groku, come with me. <laughs> come this, with me. This, this son of a bitch right here wants to take a shit on me when I open the show with Willy Wonka and then he comes to me with this very next story shit. Forget about it. Say hello to your mother for me. Willy Wonka and the White Chocolate Factory. Fight Hey-o. with the Black Saber inside. Who will survive? Mando's has his magic stick. It's made of metal that apparently can be cut by Jedi. Beskar! 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 Yeah, I thought it was a good episode. You know, the only thing I wish about that episode with Luke showing up, and everybody, as soon as I saw it, it was a one TIE fighter, and they go, oh, just one TIE fighter. We're safe. It was Luke. Now. As soon as I saw it, yeah. Dude, I'm like timeline that's luke fucking flying that some bitch in and then he comes in he has a glove over a hand and it's a green lightsaber i go fuck 
he's just cutting through all these dudes. They might as well have just been playing like yeah. Metallica or something as he's cutting through them. <laughs> then he shows. Then he. Then he shows up, and then we get like the most animated thing that Star Wars has produced all year in the, the young Luke. But the, the problem is though, CGI Luke. Yeah. The problem is they had to do that so people would know who who it was. It and it really, it, yeah, because they are actually the they are actually casting for a, a young Luke. Right. Uh, but that, they're in the middle of that right now, and that's we're going to see that come to play. In that was a be, really good CGI of Luke, though. It was. Luke? I mean, they. It was. They his were lips able to didn't. Make his lips weren't really matched up, though. Yeah, his, no, his, his, I mean, his, his lips were very with animated. With Superman too, with his mustache shit. Like I think oh, Mal's, it wasn't. It was a Superman struggle. Bad. No, but it was really good. That was probably the best CGI I've seen of like de aging somebody. They even de aged his voice, guys. I want to bring this up. The attention to detail mm-hmm. in this episode with Luke when he showed up was on point. Yeah. Everything about the way he, he held his lightsaber to how he fought was reminiscence of, of Anakin. Like, you know these guys, when they were storyboarding the shit out of this, they were like, this has to be on point. He has to look like a Skywalker. He has to fight like a Skywalker. He has to have the glove. R2 has to, be, has to have his little subtle... Because Hayden found that, by the way, my son. When when the Tie Fighter was coming in, he's like, yeah. "Is that R two? I mean, what? Yeah, if you watch the Tie Fighter come in, moment. how did he catch on the that? camera? He saw the top of a robot's head. He's like, "Is that R two? I'm like, "Dude, it's in black and white. How can you tell? <laughs> I know R two, Dad. <laughs> I know him when I see him. <laughs> he he, he <laughs> used the same line from like The Dark Knight. I know a squealer and." Uh, that's a squealer. You know, he was like, I know an R2, and uh, that's an R2. <laughs> that's, that's an R2 that's an unit R2 there, unit Dad. right there, Father. Why so serious, Dad? That's R2. It was badass. It was so badass. And, I, and I, you know what? I'm not I'm not a huge Luke Skywalker fan. Um, but the reason for that is because episode 7, 8, 9, it was too much about Luke. And it's just like they didn't deliver for me. Yeah. Um, but... I was super pumped to see Luke because it made so much sense. It made so much sense. And now we can kind of see where season three is going to go. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be two stories now told uh, like very classic star Wars. You're going to have one story. That's going to be Mando. You're going to have one story that is, uh, that is, is Luke in his training Academy. And then the third story is how I can get through this story without looking at Josh and totally uh, exploding on the camera. Aren't they doing and, a Marvel Cinematic type universe now, though? All these little shows that are coming out are all going to interweave. Yeah, and they're all going to connect. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Follow Dogcast for all your knowledge on that. That's a that's a all I update all day and anymore. Seems like Marvel and Star Wars is the only thing dropping any information on anything. It's all that's left. Well, Star Wars definitely captured my uh, my excitement, my youthful enthusiasm of 2020. But wrestling has its own list, and we're here to provide that today. Where do you guys want to start with this? Do you want to start at the top? you want to start with the champions and work down? Or, or do you want to sprinkle in? You know what? Let's start with tag team, okay? All right, let's you, do it. You gotta start the night. You got to start the night on a little bit of a, a positive. Uh, and we had some very, very positive tag team wrestling this mm-hmm. year. Very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh, I know you want to skate over this one quickly because as we alluded to in our tag team series we did earlier in the year, uh, you shit on tag team wrestling. So we will get through this one. Let's get this one out of the way. Uh, tag team wrestler of the year or our tag team of the year for the guy was FTR. FTR. Fuck the revival. Dax Hardwood, Cash Wheeler, putting on a show every fucking week there on AEW. That was uh, everything from manipulating Kenny and 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 Adam Page to get those belts to working over the crowd to pissing everybody off to bringing in uh, Tully. It was just these guys. I shit on them during our tag team episode. Said these guys will get buried in AEW, and then as it all turned out. They ended up being amazing. You know, we don't call everything 100%. That was one thing we got wrong. And boy, am I happy I did. I completely agree. I mean, FTR is an amazing, amazing team. They were amazing in WWE with a horrible, um, horrible creative. And they did exactly what I hoped they would do. And they're leading the way in a in a division in AEW that really needs some work. Meaning you have good teams but you don't have good rules and you got to stay in those confines to be able to 
to keep my interest and pique my interest. Josh, Tag Team 2020 for the Dogcast Father Plus. Straight profits, who else? Wow. Yeah. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. You said who else? Like, I was, like, lost. Why the Street Profits? The Street Profits are the most entertaining tag team wrestling right now. Their moves are slick. They're, they're uh, just good. So I just want to put this out there real quick um, because Josh is clearly struggling. Um, you're going to be shocked by this. Tag team for the People's Host 2020 is... I'm gonna put it at the camera. Street profits. Mm -hmm. Bam. You got them as your number one of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, they're the most above FTR, and I can I can explain why. I can explain why. If it, Josh, if you have more to add, go ahead, please. Go ahead. Okay. Here's my reason I put them above FTR, and I went back and forth on this a little bit because I am a huge mark for FTR. FTR made a big splash because they went to another promotion. They went to another promotion and they created uh, a, a division that needed solidarity. That's really all they did. They got the tag team belts, okay? They had a they had a big deal there. That was fun. They had a good run. There's probably gonna be another good run for them. But I have to put the Street Profits at number one because they started the year on NXT as the NXT Tag Team Champions. They went to Raw. They became the Raw Tag Team <coughs> Champions. They went to SmackDown, became the SmackDown Tag Current. Team Champions. Bam. Current. And in the midst of all that, they are the most entertaining tag team in all of wrestling. Mm -hmm. It does not matter. You cannot, in one calendar year, hold three different tag titles, wrestling multiple teams, and continue to be entertaining without being the best of the year, at least. Oh, yeah. So Street Profits it is. Because I feel like they're a knockoff of the New Day slash Young Bucks. Like, they got a New Day vibe with a little bit of the Young Bucks with these, you know, with Montez and Dawkins, like, doing these super kicks and shit. Like, I just feel like I'm watching the same old shit I've been seeing, and WWE's giving them a huge push. And the sip, the fucking solo cup bullshit annoys me. Like I'm not on board with the uh, the street profits, and I'm not trying to shit on your guys' pick. I can see where you're going with it, but I'm not. They haven't they haven't grabbed me yet. Like they're they annoy me if anything. Montez Ford sells almost as good as um, he may be. He may be. I mean, almost as good as Sami Zayn. He sells that good. They're the tag team if Street you watch, Profits wish they were. I'm sorry, say that again? They're the tag team that Street Profits wish they were. What do you mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm confused by that. The Street Profits and Private Party. I mean, Oh, you meant Private Party. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So you mean that Private, Private, Private Party, Party wishes they were Street Profits. Yeah. Were street, yes. Okay. I'm on the, yeah, I'm they the same boat they told, Private Party. Can't stand them either. Yeah. Well, they started out the year pretty hot, and then... Um, now they're yeah they're, they're opening not so show not. of dynamite when they were when they were against the young bucks you thought holy shit private party is mm -hmm. like these guys could be something and then all of a sudden like yeah they get into a match with the lucha brothers and then they look like total yeah. shit and notice they changed their music and i don't know why they did that they had a great intro with the, the the velvet rope and everything they had a great intro but anyway uh street profits 2020 is for the the dog cast father and uh the, the people's host okay and the ftr for chad uh, Chad, would you like to take our next category? I think we should just dive right in. I, I want to leave the best one for last. So let's, let's do the best male singles wrestler of the year. Um, was that part of the categories? Good. Am I just making some shit up on the fly here? We got best, best male, champion, best female, right? but it's going to be champion because you can't have the best without one of those people. So best male champion so of the it's, year. It's all best male. Okay. So male wrestler of the year. Go ahead, Chad. I'm going to let you leave this one was a very uh, tough one for me because I was going back and forth between Drew McIntyre and John Moxley. But when I started thinking about it, and this is something that Josh had said some weeks back, John Moxley's a fucking workhorse, man. So I had to give it to John Moxley. That guy doesn't always sell the best, doesn't always have the most athletic look in the ring, 
But man, can he put on a show with his mic skills? When he gets in the ring, it looks brutal. Um, he held that belt better than most champions have in the last 10 years. Uh, I was pissed off when Omega took it from him. I have to give it to John Moxley. Totally agree. John Moxley's on my list here. He uh, he won the title at the the uh, the beginning of 2020. Carried it 11 months. Uh, nothing to complain about there. He's he is a AEW's champion with or without that title. I'm sick and tired of people saying that Jericho is the only thing AEW. Uh, he's the main pillar for AEW. He may be creatively behind the scenes, uh, but I know that I'm very tuned in and very interested every time I hear John Moxley's music kickoff and uh he was my 2020 wrestler of the year male wrestler of the year josh i agree sounds good moving on to the next one <laughs> <laughs> no i definitely agree that john moxley is the best champion of the year i think i've said it earlier in the year that i've never been a big john moxley fan but what he's able to uh pretty much accomplish really during this whole bullshit year of wrestling was he was able to um, stay strong the whole time through, which is what we kind of thought um, Drew McIntyre was going to fall off, and he did, and John Moxley didn't. And really, I think the only reason why John Moxley lost the belt right now is because he's getting ready to have a child. So that's true. Yes, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, they, I think they, and that, that's a good move for them though. Is um, I actually think I actually think Kenny Omega is doing a good job with that title. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, I wasn't, I haven't been sold, but I think he's doing a really good job. He's he's making that that very annoying heel. Um, so I want to see him get his, his face beat in every week. So good job. Good job. And you know, honestly, I would have given it to Drew McIntyre for what Josh said. He, he dropped, he lost it. He lost that momentum. If WWE did not allow McIntyre to drop the belt to Orton, then you have a solid case to give it to McIntyre because during the pandemic, when all these wrestlers were falling off and taking time off to, to, to avoid the virus, Drew McIntyre stepped the fuck up. And, and he just beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar, takes that belt, has this wild run, and then Orton gets in there and takes it from him and just deflates all of that. If that didn't happen, you might have a case for Drew McIntyre. Couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Josh, I know the biggest reason you're watching wrestling every week is that solid botchisms, as you could say. Mm-hmm. Our next category... I think is I think you need to hold this one. Our next category is going to be the most buried of 2020. Josh, would you like to take this one away? I'm going to take this to a different approach of the most buried person. And what I'm kind of going at here is who deserved a push, but just got absolutely shit. Yep. That person to me is Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn this year is my uh, most buried um wrestler for the year and i find I was, that interesting he's been the intercontinental champ for like half the yeah, year but how how much has he really like showed up on air you know what i mean has, I, I mean i don't want to shit on your pick but i i mean you watch smackdown and he's getting 30 at least 30 minutes of airtime in a two-hour show i don't know <laughs> i don't I, I know what i'm doing and i apologize for that no uh, Sami Zayn deserves more of a push uh, he sells better than nobody n- Nobody in the WWE. He, he's better than, than uh, anybody, rather, on selling in the WWE. He's entertaining. I have to listen to him every time he talks. I just feel like they have him in a spot right now because they don't know what to do. You might agree with my number two pick originally on that. My, my number two pick is Keith Lee. I think he did that to himself, but that, that's just uh, that's just me. After the, the performance, was it last week? With the, yeah, with the that was re- ridiculous. <laughs> you want to talk about botchamania? <laughs> Let me go ahead and bounce off the rope. Wow. Actually, hold on a second. Let me go ahead and do a double bounce off the rope. <laughs> and then I'm going to go ahead and push you, but instead of even touching you, you just go ahead and jump. It's going to be my... You just goes ahead. It's going to be all the gravity off my ass pushing you out of the ring. It's like... How about this? When I get when I get to the middle of the ring, you just start jumping and I'm going to act like I pushed you, oh, okay? Yeah. It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Hands down. That could have been... If we had a category for botch... Of the year, that one would definitely be on there. I don't know. It'd be up there with almost every episode of AEW. To be honest, <laughs> I knew you were going to say <laughs> the woman. The woman's division be, uh... in AEW puts on better botches than any WWE botch all year, every episode. Well, they're consistent. They're consistent. <laughs> the guy. What was your uh, buried of the year? So I'm looking at this as like somebody who's talented. 
good wrestler didn't deserve to be buried, right? We're looking at somebody mm-hmm. who should be in the spotlight, but just constantly gets shit matches. And there's so many of them. Like, you know, you got Joey Janela out there. You've got Elias, although he's kind of, I don't know, maybe Elias deserves to be buried. Um, man, you got to pick one, right? Last year we had mm-hmm. Ricochet on our list as a top wrestler. I feel like he's been getting buried. Um, mm-hmm. I would say Rey Mysterio, I feel like, got buried, and we thought I thought he was going to continue to get buried, and then all of a sudden, that storyline shifted when Seth Rollins decided, you know, it's time to go deal with having a baby. If that baby thing wasn't in the picture for Seth Rollins, I feel like for any legend that's on a roster, Rey Mysterio was getting his ass buried week after week by Seth Rollins. It was, it was a fucking shame, too, to see this eyeball match. Um, he has his kid out there wrestling with him and they're getting their asses beat by, you know, uh, Murphy and like Seth. And, I, and I'm like, what is this bullshit? Like, this is a legend wrestler and this is how WWE is going to treat him. And we talked about this in an episode a few months back, but I, I got to give it to Rey Mysterio, honestly. I mean, I know there's a lot of guys, Sami Zayn, a lot of these really good on mic in ring wrestlers that are getting buried. But I felt like for me in 2020, all that disrespect was going to Rey Mysterio for being a legend in the business, and that's how WWE is treating him, like just some other fucking dude on the roster getting yeah. his ass beat by yeah. Seth Rollins. Well, and Rey Mysterio is a great pick because I, all I can ever think of when I watch Rey Mysterio is, you know, he was entertaining in WCW when he when he came out. He was entertaining in ECW, but I think ruthless aggression years with uh, Rey Mysterio and just Eddie when he finally obtained. Uh, yeah, yeah, his match with Eddie Guerrero, um, you know, specifically WrestleMania 24 with um, his match with Big Show. Man, it was just the, the perfect David and Goliath. And yeah, and to see where he's at now, and you're absolutely right. The, the What was that? What was that uh, pay-per-view? The the horror show? The horror? W, I don't know. I the can't even remember what it was called now. It was just, something like that. It was so stupid. It was around Halloween, and they just every everything was horror movie themed, and oh, that yeah, was no, I mean summer. ripping that his eye out. SummerSlam, wasn't it? Wasn't it the? Uh, they called it the horror show, but it was like one of their summer pay per views. I thought, and everything was Halloween themed behind it. It was very, for, it was very forgettable. Um, and my biggest problem with that match, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna dig in just a little bit here. You set an unrealistic boundary. We know going into the match, it's like when a guy cuts a promo, the last thing you want to say in that promo is, I'm going to kill you, because that's unrealistic. You're not going to kill the opponent. Everybody knows this is a work. <laughs> we know you're not going to kill the guy. So that's like it, that's kind of what that match was for me. The minute you said, the first person to get his fucking eye ripped out. Well, that's not going to happen. And we all know that's not going to happen. So now we have... Now we have a, and for me at least, when I'm watching the match, I'm like, so how are they going to pull this off where they're going to try to make me believe this fucker lost his eye? Oh, they're just going to put a patch over his mask? Bada bing, bada boom. For, for a couple Move months. On to the next for only a couple months. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, and he's going to change it up every now and then. It's going to be glittery one night and black one oh, night. Oh, now he's Wolverine. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> now he's Wolverine. Exactly, yeah. So, no, I, I agree from with AEW. They already did it with Moxley and Jericho. And then we see it on WWE, and they fucking botched that. Like, it was horrible. They ripped the guy's eye out, and wouldn't you believe, not one drop of blood. They are fucking good. Mm-hmm. Very good. precise. Very quick, like a lightsaber. Very precise. <laughs> My <laughs> most buried of the year, and I think you guys are going to agree with this. Uh, my most buried of the year was... Oh, I better cross that out. He at once, at one time, was your Money in the Bank champion but otis yeah i thought the beginning of the year i was so over on and you go back and listen to our episodes i was i was so over on the the blue collar guys um heavy machinery it was heavy machinery yep thank you thank you chad i was so over on otis man i was just putting it oh god i can't wait to see what they're going to do with this guy and then leads up bam he wins the money in the bank awesome i can't wait to see him in some kind of you know to see him in that world title frame and I knew he wasn't quite ready for that yet but I was still excited to see it because I, I want to see Ultimate Warrior wasn't ready at WrestleMania 6 but they still gave him the fucking push so why not let's see what happens here and then we get to late summer and all of a sudden the Miz oh my god and you know you know that this was Vince McMahon he just woke up from his comatose nap or some shit 
and decided that Otis was too fat. And uh, you know, we're gonna take we're gonna take the the bank the money in the bank title from him for some reason. And we're gonna do nothing. That's gonna be the joke. Is we're not gonna do anything with it. We're just gonna give it to the Miz, and it's not gonna mean shit. <laughs> so give it you, to the Miz again. Your money in the bank. Yeah, give it to the Miz again. Uh, your money in the bank meant absolutely dick this year. Zero. Uh, all because of a great creative piece of let's give a let's give the underdog a um, a push a singles run, which everybody wanted. Everybody wanted a singles run there. They gave him a singles run, and wouldn't you know. By the end of 2020, Otis has won and lost the Money in the Bank briefcase. He has broke up a good tag team in heavy machinery, went on a singles run, which ended in complete disaster. He did get to grab um, Mandy Rose's ass a few times, so good good on him. Good good for you, kid. Uh, that was probably his highlight. And then, and then the end of the year, they cap it off with, you know what, everything we like about Otis, his charisma – his ring appearance, his gear, it all fits. Let's take it away and put him in a tag team with Chad Gable. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Chad this Gable? is what happened. Chad Gable? This is what happened. This is what the WWE is doing. We could have a list. I could go 30 more minutes on more people that the WWE is, as, as, has buried. And just, just our picks alone show that. Otis is my number one. Leave the promotion, end your contract, go to Impact, go to AEW, go to Ring of Honor, go somewhere that they're gonna they're gonna fucking like you and they're gonna and they're gonna see the charisma there and they're gonna and they're gonna move on. God bless. Otis is Otis is a hell of a good in-ring performer. I'll give him that. He can't yeah. move worth a shit, but man, he performs and he puts his heart into it. You can tell how much Otis loves the business. You can just see it in mm-hmm. his performance. He he is in love with wrestling. And they're treating him like shit. The money in the bank should just go to show you that. A lot of the time, WWE has an idea for who they want to win. They have an idea, and they scrap it. Because this isn't the first time they've scrapped a Money in the Bank champion. That, that's won the belt. I mean, that's, that's won the Money in the Bank. And then a couple months later, they're like, I don't see this going anywhere. So let's have them lose the... They either lose the briefcase to somebody else, or they cash it in on like Raw or SmackDown, and they lose in two seconds. That's usually what happens when they don't have any direction. And Heath Slater was a prime example of that. Heath Slater, what was it, three years ago? One, Money in the Bank, everyone thinks he's getting a push, and then he loses the Money in the Bank on Raw. Mm-hmm. So It's a good point. That, that is a really good point. I think that's what happened with Otis. You, you had you had the, all the fans backing him, and they were like, okay, this is, we're going to go a different direction. He's not usually the guy that we would we would push. And I think they just ran out of ideas, and they said, fuck it. We'll just bury him so they forget about him. Oh, I agree. It, it's I don't know what 2021 is going to look like for him. I still like watching his matches, um, but I don't I don't have any clue. I don't think they have any clue what they're going to do. I think they get this pre, pre-expo, predisposed notion that Okay, we're coming up on January, so we need to have our roadmap right now for WrestleMania. So everything else is, is just going to go to shit. And for the next four months, it's all going to be WrestleMania. Uh, even though people may not like our direction, we're just we're just going to go with it. And that's the model for the WWE. Mm-hmm. Female wrestler of 2020. Now this one, I did. You know what? The, our last two categories, and I just want to put this out there. Our last two categories is female wrestler of 2020, and then um, best ass. That is not because I'm sexist. I'm putting that out there. It's uh, it's just the, the order we win in, people. Um, best ass is, they uh, is is we're mixing it this year. It can go male or female. It can go. Not gay. Uh, not gay. Female. Just, just go anyway. <laughs> well, you've already alluded. You're a sailor, so it, we're good. <laughs> Female wrestler of the year 2020 for me, for the people's host, da, 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 Sasha Banks. Oh, I, I put Sasha Banks as my. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's Josh's. I don't want to take his thunder. Uh, it, Sasha Banks is my 2020 female wrestler of the year. She's been tag champ. She's uh, you, women's Raw, women's SmackDown. She's the champ, legit boss. She's went from heel to babyface back to heel or, or I'm sorry, baby face heel back to baby face. And she's got over every time. Um, yeah. Sasha Banks, man, she's killing it. She's in hell in the cell. She could be, uh, she could be legitimately one of the most entertaining wrestlers that WWE has on their, on their roster. 
and every time you hear that music, you're glued to the you're glued to the screen. Uh, not only is she very uh, beautiful, but she's an amazing wrestler, amazing wrestler, and a great ring ring appearance. Uh, Star Wars. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep putting her over. Probably the next hour, I'm just gonna talk about talk about Sasha Banks. Yeah, she was in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And she was in Star Wars. Oh my god, she was in the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. She kicked ass too. I was hoping to see some blue hair, but uh, anyway, female wrestler of the year. Let's uh, let's take this one over to Chad. Um, you guys might be either surprised or not surprised by my pick, but I'm going with Thunder Rosa this year. And the reason I'm going with Thunder Rosa, I know in the last few weeks she's kind of fallen off. Not surprised. The, she felt she lost the belt and all, but honestly, that's because she's in a transition phase right now between uh, NWA. And AEW, and a couple weeks ago, she claimed that she was all elite. So I'm hoping that means that she meant that she is now with all elite wrestling. Um, I've been watching all of her dark matches yeah. on YouTube, and usually what they'll do on YouTube is they'll 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 take the last dark match and they'll kind of split up everything by match, so you can just pick a match and watch it. I've just been watching her matches, and she is putting on a show. Honestly, you put Thunder Rosa in any promotion, I don't care which one, Ring of Honor, Japan. You take her to a WWE. She's going to put on a show. She's going to be your champion no matter where you go or where she goes. Either she'd be a tag team champion WWE or a women's champion. She, she'll be a champion somewhere. I have to give it to Thunder Rosa because she's been kicking ass all year long. She held that NWA title better than most women have in, what, the last 10 years? I mean, can we even name any NWA women's champions in the last 10 years other than Thunder Rosa? No. Not really. So, honestly, there you have it. Thunder Rosa for me in 2020. I think that's a great pick, and she was my number two for a lot of the reasons you just put. I put Sasha Banks above her only because of the consistency. Um, but, you know, maybe that's more on creative. I don't know. But I, I am excited to see what 2021 is going to look like for her exclusively with AEW. Joshua? I also have to give it to the doctor. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, don't do this. No, so Sasha Banks easily the uh, number one women's wrestler for me for the, the whole 2020. Um, and the fact that she put Boba Fett through a table. I mean, do you see you see Asuka do that? No. This is a straight up wrestling move. Sasha too. Banks. I so lost my mind Best on that. women's wrestler of 2020. And... Didn't she, when she, didn't she DDT when, Boba I got to cut you off. When she threw a rolling DDT on Boba Fett, yes. <laughs> I lost my mind. <laughs> what if he would have got up and just pointed at, at the crowd and then just bounced off the wall? And then they... No, guess what he did? He actually sold the move. I know. Like you're supposed to. I know. And here, here's the fun part. I, I know I'm totally derailing from you, but I was watching. Uh, I was watching the episode with one of my good friends, and he – we are huge Star Wars nuts. Uh, um, we talk Star Wars all the time, like kind of like we talk wrestling. Uh, but he can't stand wrestling. He just can't stand it at all. So he had no clue what what he witnessed. So I, I, you know, as the people's host would, I broke it down for him of what he just witnessed, a nice rolling DDT. And uh, he still didn't appreciate it. But I sure did. Man, I lost it. And the fact that it was on Boba Fett, one of my favorite Star Wars characters of all time, oh, man, I lost it. Yeah, I, I, when I saw her set it up, and I looked at my wife, I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, is she going to fucking do a tornado DDT <laughs> on this fucking dude? And it happened. I thought she was going to spin the finger. I was like, finger. no fucking way. Did she just DDT Boba Fett? Let's get, let's get that is in she, a WWE ring soon. And she bounced off the table like it was the middle rope. Oh, my God. I lost it. You know they're like, we have Sasha Banks. Like, we can legit do something here, no pun intended. That is wrestling related. Maybe grab from those fans. You know too. the producers are like, it. "Hey, we know you're a wrestler. Can you do some some <laughs> kind of wrestling move to Boba Fett in this, please?" <laughs> She's like, "Well, I can't DDT his ass. That sounds great. That sounds great. Let's do RKO, it. RKO. And we'll do this thirty times. We'll pick the best one of the thirty. <laughs> if she would have hit him with it with an RKO, I'd have lost it. <laughs> she hits him with a cutter just off the bar, jumps off the table, cuts his ass. She just stands over him. She." <laughs> you can't oh see my her. gosh five Boba knuckle Fett. shuffle i can't see her even i can't see her where is she <laughs> i can't see her this stupid she mask is messing up my, my sight <laughs> she must be half jedi i would have loved it if she would have hit that rolling ddt 
flipped over backwards and then tied him up into a figure four and just yeah. and just cranked it. Yeah. Instead of hitting each other with flamethrowers, lame, unrealistic. They she should have did a roller. <laughs> And what she should have hopped on the freaking diamond cutter logo when she stands up. Bam! Man. And Din Djarin just standing there, he's like, it's boss time. Exactly. No, I would have loved Din Djarin to go, oh my god! My god. What the hell am I saying? Such they could have had in that scene too. <laughs> it's a boss time, my god, he's rolling. Oh, he's bleeding everywhere. He's oh he's doping. He's dead. <laughs> by God, as God is my witness, Boba Fett is cracked. The Just hell quit. Open. Just quit already. <laughs> oh, Too much. It's a dream match. That's heaven. what that one. That's what that one DDT did for me. You know, that's a great point. That that right there, number one wrestler of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, hey, you know what? We did tag team for male. Do we have female tag teams of the year? I don't have anybody, but you do. Let's go with it. <laughs> so just so I can give a shout out, and 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 I'm just going to go with the golden role models, Bailey and Sasha Banks for 2020. When the rest of the, when everybody else decided, you know what, COVID is just too much. We're taking a hike. These two women stepped up uh, and, every and held those too. championship belts. Everything from the despicable shit they were doing from cheating to get the, the raw women or the raw women's title to Bailey being Bailey two belts, like. Man, 2020 was a hell of a year for Heel Bailey. And mm-hmm. I feel like 2021, she's looking buried already. You know, they got her they yeah. got her in this last pay-per-view with uh the the EST of WWE. Fucking A. And so <laughs> I feel like Bailey might be going back face again. But anyways, uh I'm giving it to the golden role models for female best 2020 female tag team, Bailey and Sasha Banks. I will agree with you because I don't have any uh, arguing points. Confirm. Me three. Well, what, was there any okay. other, like the Iconics? Could we even throw them in that? I, well, what, as you were talking, I was thinking about the Iconics, but I can't. Alexa but Bliss and Nikki thing. Cross? And, I mean, who else do you, who, who do you pick? Women, women's tag team wrestling isn't really a thing. It's all more about, it's all more about the, um, the singles division in, in women's wrestling, they don't they don't have really they have a few defined teams, but I don't even think AEW has one female tag team wrestling or tag team. Do they? If they I can't are, think of any, any. It's not well, they've got no. What, it's all Ty it's all women's division. Chick they're trying to push as a tag team. Well, you got Evilise, I guess. You got Evilise and uh, Dion, Di, Diamante. Diamante. I don't know. Yeah, Diamante. She's got a fat ass though. She's got a fat ass. That's all I can think of. We're not on that list yet. We're getting ready to go there. And this is our topic of the evening. We are the most excited about this one. A um, lot of work. A lot of work, my friends, goes <laughs> into winning this award. It's a lot of Himalayan squats. It's a lot of yoga. A lot of stretching the glutes. That's right. 2020's best ass of the year. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 ba, ba. It's gonna be awesome, but yeah. it ain't gonna be Kong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nope, or Nia Jax. I ain't never seen it. She ass is not like that. Let's start talking about who is not getting the ass of the year. Uh, Nia Jax, number one. Nope, not doing it. She might break that ass, but she is not the number one ass of the year. Uh, number two, and you guys are gonna be shocked about this for me because you know how much I love her. Not Charlotte Flair. Nope, she has inherited her father's mm-hmm. ass. She needs to get those implanted instead of the uh, the ladies up top. If you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. who would you not put on your list? Let's put let's let's start with that, Joshua. Who would I not put on my list? Hikiruto mm. Dashata, the AEW Women's World Champion. Oh, don't. What did you just say? <laughs> I said I do not like Hirokako Shitota. She is the AW Women's World Champion. I do not like her, no. Oh, she had not done what's happening in my mind. I don't know. You know, so I got to tell you, Josh. So a few months ago, Leland and I were just like Googling pictures of her. Mm-hmm. And she had some photos where... Either they were photoshopped, but she had photos where she had a nice little little booty there. Yeah, but have you know. seen Alexa Bliss? 
Ten I mean, if you're comparing, better. obviously oh, yeah. Alexa wins the battle every time. Oh, did you just give away your 2020? Mine? No, not yet. I sure as hell did. No, okay. Because it, it doesn't matter well, if it's male or female, it. right? Who who would I not give it to is the question? Yeah, who would you not give it to? Yep. Nyla Rose. Adam, Adam Page. Yeah. Give it to that guy. The Nia Jax of AEW. <laughs> Uh, let me tell you who's not getting it. This uh, that John Cena guy. You say his ass is as flat as his forehead. I ain't doing it. I, Nyla Rose has no booty at all. She's just he he she she he she's just not he she. <laughs> it's just not there. Um, you can tell that Nyla spends more upper does a little more upper body workouts than doing the squatty squats yeah. or the uh, you know the one legged uh, deadlifts. You know she's just not yeah. doing. She's not doing it. It's not her look, and I get it. There's some wrestlers, and this isn't just a woman thing. There's some wrestlers that are primpier. I think of Rick Rude back in the day. Uh, he he was all about the physique. So I, I get it. You know, some people, but you know, you're not going to give this Andre the Giant. Come on, you're not going to no. do that. I mean, Dax Hardwood, dude's just flat, dude, all the way down. <laughs> Poor guy. I feel like if, I feel like if I was in shape in tights, that's what I would look like. I would be total SpongeBob. <laughs> He just—he is just all like. <laughs> I'd be Miro the best man. Oh, that poor guy. You'd be Miro? Yeah. No way. You kidding me? You see me? You kidding me you right kidding now? Me right now? You, see you me? kidding me? With those guns right there? Is, you kidding me? Is it square? Huh? Is it square? Huh? <laughs> More about that? Is that one huh? square? <laughs> would you give it Too to Nikki Cross? I would say mm. no. Nikki Cross no. is in the middle for me. She is looking better, though. She she's is, thick, she though. Is, you can tell she's been working out a lot lately because she's been slimming down and looking good. I'm, I'm happy yeah. to see that uh, when a wrestler can take time to to work on their physique. But uh, Otis has been slimming down. We're not giving it to Otis. No. Maybe best hits. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but no, this is best. Who would you give it to, People's Host? I think I think we've let the people wait long enough. Who would you give it to? We have. We've built the anticipation. And I don't care what people think. I'm very uh I'm a very happily married man, confident in who I am. Uh and um, it's twenty three world shit anymore about that. Twenty twenty best ass for the people's host. Sunny motherfucking kiss. I'm sorry. Every time that I know it's a dude. I know. I don't care. He confuses Every me. Every time too, he confuses I'm like, me too. damn. I've even looked at my wife in the middle of AEW and said, you know what? That guy's got a nice ass. And I'm not a homosexual, <laughs> but he does. Like, that's what I think he's like, you know what my ticket is? I'm, you know what my ticket in this in this game is gonna be? Ba-boom, the caboose. And it's just like this guy's gotta do like like a thousand Himalayan squats before he gets in the match. No, that I do the same thing. When he comes out, I'm like, I'm with my wife, I'm like. Oh, God, they're calling Sonny Kiss. And like, oh, my God, but I can't wait to see what he does today. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at him. Bounce that butt. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so bad, God. We're so weird. So uh, whatever fans we had left, we just lost them. What is your what is what? So am which, I which one are you calling for me Chad? or, or uh, Josh? Chad, go ahead. Are you okay, in green? So. There are so many good booties. I got to give some um, shout outs to honorable mentions. Uh, Bianca Belair. <laughs> she I has a nice one. Uh, Tessa Blanchard. Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. These these are honorable these are, mentions. <laughs> honorable mentions. Got to give a shout out to Alexa Bliss because she's, oh, man. And this that was mm-hmm. the hard part. It, it came down to this person and Alexa Bliss. But my number one, Sonny Kiss. Bam! Sonny Kiss. Sonny oh Kiss has the best ass in wrestling. I don't care who <laughs> you are. If you want, if you want to strive to have a nice ass in wrestling, just go ask Sonny Kiss because he's That's getting it. it done. He's getting it done. Get it done, son. All right, Dogcast Father. I don't know if you have honorable mentions, but I know you have a number one. Who is it? And coming in at number one, Alexa Bliss. Bam. Bringing the the bringing us all mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. to reality and mm-hmm. uh, heterosexual land. You know she's short and squatty, but she sure mm-hmm. does. Uh, she she looks oh, cool. yeah yeah. 
Anything yeah, else there? I I'm mean, trying to uh, think of anybody <laughs> outside Sunny Kiss and her that just have those asses. You know, the one that retired recently, Kylie Ray had a nice booty. Mm-hmm. That's that's another part why I'm sad she retired. So does Bailey. I love oh, Bailey. Yeah, it's really not that bad. Yeah, mm, it's, I, it's it's her it's her Karen face. It's I can't honorable handle. mention. Yeah, honorable mention. I knew this category was going to get you the most jazz, Chad. I just oh, I it. love booties, man. I have since I was. I you know. know you, you've known me since I was yeah. a wee baby. You know where my eyes always <laughs> seem to flow. <laughs> when a girl no, comes I up to me and they and you know they they might have like that low cut shirt and she's like and she's like wow you can look me straight in the eyes but as soon as she turns around I'm like bam right on that booty. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to see you leave, but I love to watch you walk away, you know what I'm saying? Ayo. You're the first no, man really... to ever look me straight in the eyes, Chad. But I'm the first man that's going to stare a hole through that booty. Mm-hmm. I definitely understand why The Fiend is dragging Alexa Bliss to hell every weekend. It makes sense to me. What, like Josh sense. said, he's like, I ain't never seen an ass like that. Mm-hmm. 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 That is our 2020. That is uh, what we liked, a little bit of what we didn't like. That was our our, uh, our 2020 of the year. Ending the show on a high note, we may have a Fiend horror movie. And I had a little bit of time to think about this. At first, I wanted to shit on it. But on second, I thought about the Kane movie, the the one that Kane did a few years ago. That one flops. So. I guess it was too... I liked that movie, and I was getting ready to put it over. But thank you for that, Josh. Yeah, fuck me, really, is what I'm really trying to say. Would you guys go to the theaters pending Armageddon's over and 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 see a fiend horror movie? Yes. <laughs> no. I agree. Whether you heal with your baby face, you do you. Dogcast Production.